A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. <laughs> It's my sing-songy intro. And I That's love how it. you know it's my week. Um, no, I'm excited uh, to do this. Welcome to August. Uh, big, big things happening. By the time this episode airs, it will be August 3rd, mm-hmm. which is a long-awaited date of the last week, at least. I know. I know. <laughs> In the numerology discourse of Taylor Swift. And I think it's perfect for us because we are recording on August 1st. Yes. And then this will drop on August 3rd. And who knows if any of the theories we talk about <laughs> or anything actually comes to fruition on August 3rd. But there is there's definitely a lot of salt in the air right yeah. now. Yeah. Tons <laughs> of salts. And we're definitely mm. drinking that wine. Uh, yes. Some of the things happening, just reaching, you know, just uh, mm-hmm. exciting. I mean – the third is important because that's the first night of Taylor's tour, uh, final stop on the North American slash U.S. maybe tour. Um, she's doing six nights in L.A. and we will be attending a various assortment of those nights, <laughs> repping Swiftish across as many nights as, as physically possible. I think because and I'm there financially the possible. Yes, physically I'm there the fourth and eighth. You're there the ninth. Yes, and I might be there on the and, 8th. And maybe the 8th. Yes. Cute. Mm-hmm. I have okay. this outfit, you guys, from a really bad TikToker that I spent a lot of money on. And you gotta wear it. it's going to look terrible on me. It's kind of not even what I ordered or wanted, but I have to wear it. Yes, obviously. 100%. Um, so we're excited for that mm-hmm. at the very least. Um, yeah. But I think there's more interest maybe in this because here's the thing. When Taylor is giving us so much, you know, these re-recordings peppered through even new album releases, I think there's this like frenzy to be fed more, you know, it's we're gluttonous. And um, and so Speak Now came out like less than a month ago, yeah. but already people are like, where's 1989, 1989 TV next, 1989 Taylor's version is coming. And so there's been all these sort of like, mm, when would it be announced? Like 8, 9, 1989, it's too mm-hmm. perfect to miss. Mm-hmm. And then there's more blood in the water when yeah. Miss Selena Gomez sent out Rare Beauty invites because to to the first night of the LA show, the 8-3 and one thing we have to remember is that a lot of brands do this. They have like promo, like events that influencers and people are invited to go to these concerts. So like Ring Pop did one in Santa Clara type thing. And so those are always happening. But obviously, Selena Gomez is one of Taylor's dear friends. So it was more kind of like of interest, of note. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. um I don't know. To me, it's like, oh, yeah, Selena will be there. That's so fun. But there's also theories that maybe she'll perform or come on stage or have a moment with Taylor because of their friendship. Yeah. And possibly, who knows, maybe they'll be doing a collaboration for 1989 Taylor's version. People are thinking that that's when she will announce it. Um and when she sent out the rare packages, you know, of course, rare, it was rare, I was there everyone's just like, oh my gosh, like they're best friends. Like you said, something's happening. What will happen? I don't know, but there are people who are on the 8-3 train and the 8-9 train. Personally, I would love the 8-9 train because that is my (laughs) birthday. I was just like putting it together. I'm like, oh my gosh, 89. That's in my my birthday. Like that is so cool. Uh, Got a little too excited over that for being an almost... 40-year-old Swifty. That's I have to say that with like a little No, I mean, grit. I think it's like to me, the idea of her dropping an awful album just doesn't track because she really hasn't done that. Like even mm-hmm. Speak Now got, you know, there were all these clues that something would be announced and it was just the announcement. It wasn't a full drop. And so the idea that she's going to announce it 8-3 and then release it 8-9 seems really unlikely, especially because it's her biggest album. Like mm-hmm. of her historical early records. I don't think she's going to drop it like the album. I think yeah. if anything, maybe eight, three, we'll get an announcement eight, nine, maybe a single 
but that like the most that I could yeah I could possibly think of because we only had speak now for what three weeks and then she started changing her banners back on Facebook back everywhere from speak now Taylor's version back to midnight so you know that was kind of like another kick in the the train I guess that has been going around that like okay mm. Taylor is Taylor's out of speak, speak now, now. <laughs> she's back on midnight something else is coming yeah. we've had we've also had maybe a possible rumor that on August 3rd she's going to make an announcement of her Canada shows that are supposed to be in Toronto in November 2024 there's also rumors of wait her but doing why it. August 3rd specifically for that do moi that's why. Oh. <laughs> do moi. And Freaking do moi. I know. I'm like, I'm hey, going to start sending things to do moi just for. You should. Do, stir the pot a little Do moi bit. also says, uh, you know, she's going to have a second leg of the U.S. tour next yeah. fall. And, and uh, Miami, New Orleans, Orleans, Indianapolis. There's all these like, rumors that there's going to be a second leg. So who knows? Who knows indeed? I, I mean, I. I feel like, yeah, it could go either way. Like, I don't (laughs) – I guess to me it's like I saw this – you know, she tweeted. She said, get in the car. It's August, Mm -hmm. which to me, Mean Girl reference, also she owns the month of August officially. Mm -hmm. But people were like, get in the car. Get away car. Get away car. 1989, 1989. Taylor's version coming August. Okay. I. So it's those leaps and bounds that that are hard for me. To appreciate because I just don't think Taylor, I really just don't think Taylor is spending that much time thinking about it. Like mm. I just don't. Like she's thinking about the business of it and yeah. the strategy and Easter eggs are a part of that for her brand now. But I don't think it's every single like how many O's in Let's Go, how many like posts about her tour. Like I don't mm-hmm. think she's, you know, masterminding at that minutia, you yeah. know? Yeah, definitely. In my opinion. Uh, in your opinion. <laughs> well, what is your opinion about the, another rumor from your favorite uh, Dumois um, <laughs> account that there's going to be – the LA shows are possibly going to be filmed for a tour documentary that's going to have a theatrical release. And, of course – Oh, a theatrical release. Yes. Very of course, specific. we know that Shelby will probably be featured in that music video because – or that, that – From all the way movies. on the top floor. <laughs> Well, I'll no, it's supposed find to, it, my way. It's supposed to be all the way, all the August shows, I think, or some okay. of the August shows. So yeah. you have really good tickets. Yeah, yeah. For one well, of the I feel like nice. she has been filming a lot. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people have noticed that when she posts videos, like she did that random, she did that random TikTok with, what audio was it? It was like so disconnected. It was one of her songs, but then she, oh, Cruel Summer. Mm, it was cool yeah. summer and she just had all of her tour videos of her like dancing partying and yeah. people were like wow that's pretty high quality footage like where What's are you getting on? that what's going on there mm-hmm. um so I wouldn't be surprised it is like most likely that she does one big show recording like she did with Sydney for 1989 and she did with Dallas for um reputation so I could see that happening but it's also like you know why wouldn't she do it in the last the last tour internationally too, like next mm-hmm. year if she was to record it? But I guess yeah. getting it out, that's interesting. I don't know. I feel like there's so much she could do that I wouldn't be surprised if it's a theatrical release that's more of a documentary than just a tour video. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a full tour video that she does with like Hulu or whatever partnerships she, she still has. Yeah, I'm excited to have it live on forever i, I feel like less a... excited at the idea of a second leg oh really <laughs> that's, it... that's because i've been blessed to be able to go to the show so yeah. i'm like no let's do another tour later let's do a new tour but i understand lots of people have yeah. not been able to see it and then you know potentially she'll be going to i mean apparently if it's true she'll be going to canada which you know, yeah. a lot of uh, canadian swifties were yeah were really upset she wasn't going there and the Seattle show was so hard to get tickets to because you had the influx of Canadian Swifties and U.S. Swifties trying to go there because that was the the closest one so it'll be interesting to see if she does go to Canada how many nights if she does come back here 
yeah how ticket processes will go will it be people who didn't get the first round like you know people who are waitlisted would, yeah. will they get first priority it'll be very interesting and and will there be some kind of cap on where the tickets can be resold like mm. they're doing internationally yeah yeah i yeah yeah Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's get on yes. to you have two more shows. I possibly have two more shows. Surprise songs. Oh, are there yeah. any surprise songs that you are really hoping she'll play or surprise songs that you're like, no, if I get the song, I'm going to be, I'm going to walk out because <laughs> I'm not getting my money's worth. Superman, I will <laughs> take a bathroom break. I all love to Taylor, but Superman remains one of the most innocent and Superman remains some of the most like Oh, I just can't. I can't listen to it. It's too, like, there's something too, like, condescending and twee about them and, like, kind of, like, cheesy and just, like, it gives me the ick. What Um, about um, (laughs) if she plays It's Nice to Have a Friend? Will you be like, bye? (laughs) I I would be less upset. Like, that. that's bottom of the barrel for me is innocent. Mm -hmm. Like, if I – I just can't. I can't feign interest in that song. What about me? Me would be iconic. It'd be like ironic camp. I would love to be there because mm-hmm. I know I don't deserve to be there because I single-handedly probably brought made it down. sure that that didn't <laughs> ever make the <laughs> set list. Um, but I think it would be funny to witness that, yeah. to see how she presented it, what she said about it, if she talked about like the hate for it or like, I think it'd be like, like, and I said this about the lover tour, like it would be a moment, even though mm-hmm. I hate this song, it yeah. still would be a moment. So it would go that viral. would be funny. Because she hasn't played it since like what, 2019 yeah. when the lover came out. I was blessed to be at the Good Morning America <laughs> yeah. show where she played it over and over and over, <laughs> over again. So I feel like I've gotten my, my fill of me personally. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, yeah. Are there any songs that you are hoping from the rest of the list. You sent me and a few other friends a list of all the surprise songs I was that like, she hasn't played. Because Santa Clara got like Ugh. good ones that yeah. I don't remember suddenly. Um, all the girls you loved before. Oh, stay, yeah. Stay, stay. <laughs> and that's, those are the only two that I remember. Yeah, I would have loved Stay, stay. Um, yeah. But no, yeah. I, it's like I wanted to see a list because I feel like I've been running out of some of my top songs. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not like – they're not like ones I would like. Okay, honestly, top song. If she played Maroon again, mm-hmm. I would just I would die happily. Like I, that is a song that I wish was on the set list. That's one of my favorite songs she's done. Definitely top like Midnight's track. So if she could do Maroon, I want to sing that bridge with her. Um, so she said that she can repeat Midnight songs as much as she wants, even though she hasn't ever done that. <laughs> Yeah. But maybe this is the moment. Um, but of like the ones that she hasn't played, I think I really would love um, New Romantics. Oh, yeah. Which I think has a strong chance of being played, but probably like closer or opener. Mm-hmm. And King of My Heart. Yes. And then probably like, like there's some fun ones in there, but I feel like those are the two of my favorites that remain. The way I loved you. Oh, that yeah, would that's be such a good one. Oh a my nice gosh. One. And she messed up Death by a Thousand Cuts. So I, I would oh yeah. that would I that 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 was like a, a gut punch to me I was know. the way I loved not the way I loved you, Death by a Thousand Cuts. You know, she did she did Wonderland and yes. I missed that too <laughs> the night before I went, but I I got that at Reputation in mm-hmm. Houston. So I was like, okay. Seen that one live, yeah. Death by a Thousand Cuts. Please, oh, it's so good. Honestly, so good. she should have had that in the set list. I, yeah, it's iconic. I, mm-hmm. I love it. I've been we trying can. to like go on a Taylor Swift fast this week because I feel like I've only listened to her for so long. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to not over listen to it so I can just be excited to hear it again. Like, are you, you know? listening to like a lot of Ariana Grande right now? Is that is that <laughs> your no, I've been right listening now. to the Barbie soundtrack. I've been Ooh, loving it. That um, was such a good movie. I know. It's so fun. I loved it. Yeah. And I want to go. I'm probably going to go back again. So. Oh, me too. 100%. Yeah. 
my so sisters good. are coming out for the Taylor Swift concert and mm. I was like, perfect, we'll go see Barbie the day after yeah. and it'll be a f- woman energy, like total mm-hmm. Dress Barbie up in vest. pink, yeah. be beautiful, you have Taylor Swift. And yeah, exactly, a very powerful weekend for yeah. us ladies. That's going to be very fun. I oh. know. Has Rob seen Barbie? Oh, yeah. Rob, Does he like it? Yeah, Rob likes it. I don't, Lance hasn't I seen it. I would be married if I didn't like it. He like doesn't he th- he's like oh I think it'll be super funny I'm like well do you want to go see it he's like no I'll wait for it, for it to come out I'm like okay like he doesn't he's he doesn't have any like strong yeah, yeah, opinion yeah. like some men do yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just more like you already saw it like I don't yeah. I don't want to go see it it's funny it's more because of it it's the chick flick vibe he doesn't really go see chick flicks so well, that's we'll it. have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> He he watched chicks flicks with me at home. Yeah, yeah, he's supportive. He, he's he a supportive want, Ken. Yeah, he is. He he's just a Ken, just yeah. my Ken. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's been kind of a. I mean, Taylor's been like active, liking stuff, mm-hmm. talking about stuff, posting about stuff. But yeah, the the mystery of what she's up to is one that people are obsessing over. But I feel like you know she's. Com- doing a huge thing which is playing six nights in LA like yeah. that's that's a big Does record she, by itself she's only taking off Sunday night right yeah yeah an absolute madhouse that's um crazy. and she continues to like break records streaming records with her speak now stuff um cruel summer like I think she's still hogging like the top billboard albums lists so she's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I finally updated my Taylor Swift rankings. You did. <laughs> I oh am how long okay, how long did that take you to do? Because I know you were kind of like putting it off because of just yeah. how hard it was gonna be. Yeah. I had updated it and then literally the like few days after she announced Speak Now was coming out. So I was like, well, I'll just wait until Speak Now comes out. Mm-hmm. So then I ranked, I did all my like you know, <laughs> grading rubric. And then it took me a ridiculous amount of time Friday to like write it up and like explain my reasoning and whatever. Um, so it's like live on my, you know, the original Medium post is just updated. Okay. Send me that link so I can post it for people to, to look <laughs> yeah. at. Also, do you have this rubric available for people to, you know, take it on and if do they their want own to? Rankings? Oh my yeah, gosh. If they want to. Absolute insanity. I don't think anyone would want to because there's like, did you do that like mathematical equation one? I literally could not figure it out. Um, if there was anything to do with math, I did not do it. <laughs> there's like someone released like an Excel spreadsheet you could like do to figure out your top 10. And then from that, like it, it was just like, I admired it and I'm mm-hmm. glad people worked through it. But my brain was like, what's happening here? So I like the Tumblr post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it was like like this one or this one, this one or this one. Yeah, rapid fire choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like I changed a lot of things because some of the tailored versions came out, and I was able to appreciate them more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sitting with some of the tracks off of whatever rising, falling in my interests after some time together. Um, but I feel I feel good about it. So what is the biggest shock or the biggest raise? Which which one do you think raised the highest and which one do you think fell the lowest? The one that raised the highest is probably tied together with the smile because I oh. really I mean the the debut album's hard for me to enjoy because it's mm-hmm. really like, you know, not her best vocals. Um and that's always distracting, but I listened to her perform that live the other night. Like it was one of her surprise songs. And I was like, wow, I, that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that took a big jump. Um, and then I feel like my sister was ashamed that Midnight's didn't feature higher. Um, but I think she's fun. I just don't think she has that much, you know, depth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Hey. Personally. How high did Maroon get though? Maroon was definitely top 20. Okay. And I think would have, could have, should have is the highest off of like her midnight six releases okay. or whatever. Um, but Maroon was really the only one off of her original 
track list. I mean, listen, she has such a big discography that, you know, Midnight's can't take up the full <laughs> top. You know, they, there's yeah. so much yeah. there to really like sift through. And it's also a personal thing too. Yeah. Like a lot of times you'll like a song because of where you were at in that moment. Yes. And you like, you're tied to it with the, you know, a smile because smile. <laughs> it's significant to you. And yeah, exactly. You know, other people might not, not like it, but it's close to you. Yeah, I know. 212 songs. She's She's been busy, you know. I know. Wow. It's a lot. A lot of music. And, um, you know, that's not even counting McCavity, so. Oh, <laughs> was McCavity on the list at all? <laughs> no, Taylor <laughs> Originals <Wilmington>. only. <laughs> Didn't she uh, help write that, though? Isn't that a Taylor no, original? No, she did Beautiful Chances. Oh, Chances. <laughs> that's not, bottom okay. five for Okay, me. I know McCavity Taylor didn't write. I was thinking of something else. Okay. Yeah. Cancel me now. Yeah. But um, one thing that snuck in there, obviously, was All of the Girls You Loved mm-hmm. Before, which is what she describes as a lover vault track. Mm-hmm. Randomly released because it got leaked and was going viral on TikTok. Yeah. Interestingly timed because it was right around the announcement, right before the announcement of her breakup. And it seems to be a song if written for lover would be about her now ex Joe. Yeah. Um, which is just ironic. Yeah. But she didn't she didn't release the other songs that leaked, which was Need, mm-hmm. which I still listen to on the sly. And um and then she dropped like a bunch of other random ones at this time where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, if this were a movie is now Fearless Track or whatever it was. And um it was just kind of this random release mm-hmm. but this song did very well for being completely unattached to anything yeah because i think it was like on the top billboard 200 it was like number 20 and then it, it she broke a lot of records with it too for streaming re- streaming i don't have a full list but i was like reading down this whole like list on wikipedia of all the records she she broke or she tied with people and i was like oh wow yeah that's amazing i know it, it was just so i think it was it was released right before her tour started mm-hmm. in March. Um, I think March 17th it was actually released. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I mean, and then, yeah, she waited until last week to play it. So mm-hmm. it really has just been kind of sitting there for a while. Um, oh, yeah, she released it with the eyes open and safe and sound, Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. And if this was a movie. And then just this previously unreleased track. Um and it was leaked online, went viral, and that's when she kind of made the move. Um, do you think it was because it leaked? Do you think she'd ever planned to release this? I wonder if she planned to release it because a lot of times that's what happened, like happens with leaks was it, it gets leaked because someone got wind of it, found it, and leaked it online. Mm, yeah. Or maybe it was like a PR stunt, like let's get, you know, let's get this trending, uh, like, we're not it wasn't us it wasn't our team but you know some free free uh marketing for that not that she needs it yeah because it's definitely like a better recording than the leak so it implies that she went to the studio to like make it official Mm -hmm. more recently than having it fully made on lover but yeah it's it's one of those curiosities i feel like i would want to know more of her of her thinking do you i guess we'll get into this as we get into Mm -hmm. the lyrics but when you first heard this, were you like, why wasn't this on Lover? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that there's so many songs that I would have taken off on Lover for yeah. this. This is just really perfect and it really would have made the album more cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Like even It's Nice to Have a Friend, kick that out of bed for this because it just kind of like <laughs> yeah. seals up the, the album and it's a nice, Yeah. It's a nice narrative addition to an album mm-hmm. that has cruel summer and cornelia street and lover where it gives more of that um yeah kind of insight into the relationship or or mm-hmm. stages of a relationship where yeah you can feel so happy about who you have that any anything looking back you're not like jealous or like insecure about you're just like man i'm glad i got you now because <laughs> something went right <laughs> yeah yeah it's also kind of like oh the the when it was released right before the announcement of their breakup, it was just kind of like, oh, like, look what I wrote when we were madly in love yeah. versus, you know, 
of course they were already broken up not yeah. like publicly but it, yeah. you know their relationship was already ended when the song came out it's just like yep yep uh here it is <laughs> yep <laughs> i'll love you forever <laughs> we're gonna oh, talk about yeah. this again um but yeah what did she say before, do you know what she said with the speech before the song did she say anything I think she just said something about like, wow, this song, I just kind of released it and you guys went crazy for it type thing. Okay. Like it wasn't necessarily about the making of or why she kept it off lover. It was more like, isn't it cool that my fans are so obsessed with me that it doesn't even need to be attached to an album to do well? I have a, um, I had a friend who, were, who was at this show and she said, because I, I, I just put the dots together. She was at the show and the song, she didn't post a lot about it. And I was like, wait, I was like, did you get the song? And she was she was like, yeah, and Stay, Stay, Stay. It was perfect. And she was saying when it first started playing, a lot of fans didn't, even like before the speech, didn't know the song. Yeah. Didn't know what the song was until the first lyric. And then yeah. the whole crowd just went crazy. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Um, well, well, should we get into it? Yes, we shall. Okay. Um... Here it is. So I'm reading this week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you think of all the late nights, lame fights over the phone, wake up in the morning with someone but feeling alone, a heart is drawn around your name in someone's handwriting, not mine. We're sneaking out into town holding hands, just killing time. Your past and mine are parallel lines, stars all aligned, and they intertwined and taught you the way you call me baby, treat me like a lady. All that I can say is – that's the first verse. Yeah. Do you want me to read the chorus? No, we can go the chorus later, but I, I knew where you're going. I was just like, that's such an awkward way to go into a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, are you going to start us off? Yeah, let me start us <laughs> off. So one thing I like about this is throughout the song, and we'll get into it, she kind of parallels, at least to me, parallels another really high-profile relationship that she had that you know, read, you know, one of mm. the most significant relationships that, you know, that we know of that she she's had and she's written about so significantly, you know, like lame fights on the phone, you know, we are never, ever getting back together. I say, I hate you. We break up. You call me. I love you. And throughout the song, she kind of like ties in little pieces of that relationship. At least that's that's what, what I see from it. And she's comparing it to this where she's just like, you know, like it's in the past. Like everything that we went through is kind of parallel, you know, but it taught you and me what what to do now and how to keep this relationship. Like it's who you are and who I am. And I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Well, because it's a... Oh, no. I lost my lyrics. Oh, no. Don't mind the typing. (laughs) Um, No, because it's interesting because it starts with um, an interesting narrative choice where she's singing to someone and there's this Mm -hmm. you and I and we're, but it's not clear if she's singing to... If she's singing about Joe and her or if she's remembering the like who she's sneaking out of town with like who's mm-hmm. she killing time with and when you think of all the neat late nights is she saying like you spent late nights on the phone or I think generally do you guys think about like how much relationships were a waste of our time before meeting the one mm-hmm. and I don't know I feel like that's where it's kind of confusing like I like the sentiment of this song and I think she does a really good job of capturing the the theme and imagery of it, especially in the choruses and later verses. But mm-hmm. right off the bat, it's kind of like there's this haphazard um, kind of staccato imagery where it's, yeah, it's lame nights on the phone. It's someone's doodling like Mrs. Joe Alwyn like type mm-hmm. thing, but it's also like good things, bad things. It's all just this hodgepodge of memories almost. Um, and I don't know, it's kind of, kind of interesting that she's pairing that then with all this stuff is happening, but then your past and mine are parallel lines. Like she's admitting that the lines are bleeding here. Like his, Mm -hmm. his relationships and her relationships carry a lot of similarities. So maybe these stories aren't specific. Maybe they're not divided by his and hers but it's more like man isn't it wild that we have all these exes and all these good times bad times Mm -hmm. but like actually the stars are aligning and we're finally intertwining it's kind of like that invincible string 
that yeah. is tying them together. They've been, they've been through so much of the most of the most similar things that maybe this is one reason why they're yeah. so good together because a lot of their mistakes were the same. A lot of their breakups, you know, they, they learn from their past exes and they've been correcting those things slowly until they've met each other. And it was just kind of serendipitous that, you know, all these exes fixed them and fixed those issues, or at least like brought to light certain things that they liked or they didn't like or they needed to do to make this relationship successful. Yeah. And then the way she sings, like, the way you call me baby, that scratches my brain. So, well, the one thing that I don't like, you know, um, they, they taught you the way you call me baby. I don't think I necessarily <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> it's giving like Olivia Rodrigo's deja vu. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, okay, so, you know, Lance has all, all the pet names for me. Lance had a pet name for everyone else he dated. <laughs> Like, I I don't, I mean, I know people call each other baby, like in all the relationships, but I think about like, oh, she taught you how to say baby. Oh, she, yeah. it also kind of gives me a little more of an inappropriate thought to this, this, this song too, like taught you a lot of things that I like. <laughs> oh, la, la. To, not, not to get yeah, into yeah. it too specifically, but I think <laughs> you might, and some other listeners might so know what I'm talking like about. A devil. Um, yeah, no, I like this song because it's like this sort of indifference, nonchalant energy that Taylor does not often exhibit. Um, a lot more times she has that anxiety, like Cruel Summer. She has that sort of insecurity of what she might lose in Cornelia Street. And so to have her just play this like cool, calm, kind of like indifferent to all the mm-hmm. ones who came before is like- I'm a, Taylor Swift. Right? Yeah. It's like a cooler, sexier energy. Um, and so it's almost like Because I agree, it is like, wait, I'm not supposed to like that you used to call other girls baby. But here she's flipping Mm -hmm. it and being like, well, what do I care about the girls who came before? Because it's like, hello. When she wrote this song in her mind, she it was just going to be him and her for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So you know, it there had to be people to come before because now she's the only one. Yeah. Like all those people led him to her. Yeah. And so she's able to just be like, yeah, I mean, they taught you some tricks. You learned how to like treat a girl well and like I'm reaping the benefits. So like more power to me. Like, yes, let's talk about them. And I and I like that she does this sometimes where she writes a song that's technically a love song. Like it's technically to gift to a partner, mm-hmm. but it's in actuality about her and like how <laughs> how cool she is mm-hmm. or how lucky she is or whatever. Like I think about how lucky they are. Yeah. I think about yeah. like um this is what you came for as like peak just like yes boss mm-hmm. energy. Um where it's like about Calvin, but it's not at all because it's like aren't you lucky that they're all like looking at me like you mm-hmm. got this. And I don't think it's as obvious here. Like she's very much thankful for who he is but it's all from the frame of like I'm not gonna mind what it took to get here I'm not gonna like like you know Sarah Kelly and Joe like whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't matter who you were with before because it's like (laughs) thanks ladies but I got him now (laughs) yeah you couldn't keep him yeah I got him kind of like a ha 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 Yeah. yeah um but then the chorus is, all that I can say is, all of the girls you loved before made you the one I've fallen for. Every dead end street led you straight to me. Now you're all I need. I'm so thankful for all of the girls you loved before, but I love you more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love you more. So snarky. I love, you more. I love it. She's just like so, yeah, it's just like that cool girl energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which I like to see in this relationship because there's so many so much songs throughout her relationship with Joe where it's like she doesn't feel worthy of him yeah and she's thinking about all the other girls he has she's back wasting at home. his honor yeah yeah and I like I didn't like that of part of those songs like even like when they were together I was like I just don't like this like she feels lesser than yeah and in this song it's kind of like oh I won we're yeah. great like I love when she's not. It's very self-assured. Yes. I love that, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, because it's even 
even when she gets like sort of self-critical where she's like, oh, all these dead in streets, like whatever. She's like, she's able to frame it as like, yes, I'm so lucky to have you. But like, but there's something just kind of like just as just a sprinkle of a little bit of spice as she's like, oh, well, I'm so thankful for all of those girls you love before, mm-hmm. but yeah. I love you more. And I don't know, I just, <laughs> I find that fascinating. And I'd love to know why she decided to take this off on an album that is so full of like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is this more of a put on? Like, is she, does she really feel this way or is the anxiety more real? So that felt more authentic to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, her second verse goes, when I think of all the makeup, fake love out on the town, crying in the bathroom for some dude whose name I cannot remember now, secret jokes all alone, no one's home, 16 and wild, we're breaking up, making up, leaving without saying goodbye, and just know it's everything that made me, now I call you baby, it's why you're so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, love it. I mean, it's. I think this is also a nice homage to the relationships we've borne witness to through her music where Mm -hmm. you do have those sort of similarities we've seen with crying in the bathroom or these 16 and wild like we're breaking up making up this we're never getting back together vibes like Mm -hmm. the leaving without saying goodbye like back to December just this idea of of walking away before giving someone the chance and then wishing they'd followed you anyways. Like that's so mm-hmm. present in so many of her songs that again, there's like a self-awareness here that, that lets you believe it when she switches it to be like, but Hey, it made me who I am. And aren't mm-hmm. you lucky you get to love this version of me. And now you're mine. You're my baby. Yeah. You're so amazing because of all these guys who were jerks before she can like really appreciate, yeah, you know, the good that that Joe or whoever the subject of this song yeah. is to the point where the one person who, you know, the like most of Red is all about, the guy who left her stranded on her birthday, she's yeah. crying in the bathroom and she can't even remember his name now. Like that heartbreak and that the whole era, she's like, who? Yeah. No. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I love this and just know that it's everything that made me because I think so much, you know, criticism around Taylor was like, oh, careful, like, she'll write a song about you. And there's Mm -hmm. always this judgment about her wild dating life and, like, how she's just this man-eater who goes through her, you know, her blank space kind of craze. I know. Her and Ariana Grande yeah. right up there together. Like, Yeah. But she's like, hey, you don't have to worry about this. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Like, just know that this is – it's everything that made me mm-hmm. your baby. And it's like – I like that sort of reassurance. And, and it's almost like flippant. It's like I'm not going to, like, make – I'm not going to, like, make you feel – better about like my dating life because there's nothing I need to apologize for it's like Mm -hmm. you should be fine with this like I'm here now type thing yeah um and so then she sings the chorus all of the girls you loved before made you the one I've fallen for every dead end street led you straight to me now you're all I need I'm so thankful for all of the girls you loved before but I love you more um and then you get this bridge your mother brought you up loyal and kind. Teenage love taught you there's good and goodbye. Every woman that you knew brought you here. I want to teach you how forever feels. Mm. Bittersweet. But she sings it on such a powerful um, note that it... Yeah. Uh, it's really strong. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't necessarily feel like this would be a hard song for her to revisit or sing. One, because it's not like that specific. But two, because... Mm-hmm thematically it is it does feel like a oh we're gonna love each other forever but it's almost like the essence of the song proves that you'll be okay even if this ends right like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy like repeat rent cycle um Mm -hmm. so i feel like it'd be an easier one to stomach like yeah it's not like singing lover every night yeah no i mean right (laughs) it's not as specific yeah and I'm just laughing because it can also go to anyone else she's dated too. Yeah. So like Joe and Taylor have made each other who their next partner is going to be. Exactly. And for better, probably than for worse, Hopefully. you know, cause you learn through every stage of each relationship. So yeah. 
this can be for the next guy <laughs> yeah. too. It's not that specific. Yeah. yeah, and it almost feels like more sensual than like specific or it's more mm. about like living in the moment and appreciating what you've got. Like I'm not to I'm not not to say that this is like sexually explicit or implicit oh it's i was not, thinking it the it's, whole time it's not it's not just about being good and bad no, no. but it does have that sort of like energy where it's much more generalized and kind of about the way a person can make you feel mm-hmm. and the heights you may reach with said person in that relationship um <laughs> Even just the way she sings it, it's very reminiscent of like false god or mm-hmm. some of these more sultry sounds that she can tap into. Um, and so I imagine that that's one reason she was more willing to give this to the masses. Like, yeah, there was probably public pressure to not like lose out on a trending sound. Yeah. But when need was also there, I can see why she picked this one to mm-hmm. release from the vault. Do you think she will ever release Need? No. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she has a lot of leaked songs according to T.S. Leaks on TikTok or whatever. (laughs) Need was just really good. Yeah, I love it. A lot of them you can see like, okay, yeah, that that wasn't as polished. I understand why she didn't drop that. But both of these songs were really great too. Oh, I love Need. I think it's so fun. It's probably a harder one to sing too. But um, yeah. Yeah. But no, this is a fun one. And then she ends on the final, you know, energized chorus where she sings like the girls you loved before made you the one I've fallen for. Every dead end street led you straight to me. Now you're mm-hmm. all I need. I'm so thankful for all of the gov- girls you loved before. But I love you more. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's more. a sweet song. It's more. like a fun song. Yeah. And it you kind of it came out, I think, the summer after – to all the boys I've loved before, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of like, you know, I, I like that cute little teeny bopper movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like this is sweet. Yeah. It reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of critics liked it, too. It's it's like a very, you know, they call it a swift bop. It's memorable, catchy, mm-hmm. breezy, dreamy, ethereal, like pop gold. And I, I think that's that's why it like you know, caught the attention of so many people. Like, it's just a very, it's a very Taylor Swift song, but it avoids some of the Taylor Swift, like, specificity that can kind of, like, limit the scope of it. So I think non-Taylor Swift fans were more able to, like, lean into this than they are able to lean into something like, you know, Cornelia Street that's just, like, Mm -hmm. uber-specific. Not to say that those songs aren't also huge hits, but I just mean there's something really relatable about this song. Mm-hmm. And it's just much more big picture, like simple image, simple storyline. You know, you get the premise in the title. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and all the Easter eggs that are in the, in here, like if you're a Swifty, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that. Like yeah. It, it, it pays homage to this. But if you're just a casual listener, not as crazy like Shelby and I, <laughs> yeah. you won't be lost. Like in Cornelia Street, people who are just casual listen, listeners, yeah, I'm sure they like it. I'm sure they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. But there's yeah. so many little things in there that it's more specific to Taylor. And- yeah you know you know yeah this isn't like a narrative it's not like mm-hmm. act one we're at his out act two we're breaking up you know it's much more just broad strokes on a mm-hmm. theme um and i think that's it's mm-hmm. fun it's a yeah. nice it's a nice breezy song to listen to and that's it yeah. it's all the girls and i would have loved it live loved. yeah <laughs> it would have been fun and i mean she has such strong vocals now that it's fun to hear her take on different different sounds or things like she does here with her range um so i i imagine she'll like lean into that more going forward too yeah so the question is vault edition what song or songs on lover okay would you swap out and replace this one with (laughs) so many i have off the top of my head london boy can definitely be Nixed. Yeah. Me could have been nixed for this. <laughs> um, it's nice to have a friend. Could have been nixed. 
even afterglow. I know a lot of people like afterglow, but afterglow could have been NYX, but I kind of see, I know I, I can see why afterglow's on there because it's the, like you said, the anxiousness of like yeah. the relationship showing that insecurity you have. Yeah. I mean, I like personally would remove a lot of these songs, but I also mm-hmm. think you point out like thematically how the album pulls a vibe together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think soon you'll get better could be removed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to touch that one because I know that it's very like specific. Yeah. It was very, very heartbreaking, very tender, yeah. very sad like, to oh, be Oh, I don't want like, I'm just going to, I leave, I leave that in the bedroom by itself because it's yeah. like too heartbreaking for me yeah. to listen to and I don't yeah. want to like even like touch it. So if it can stay there, I'm just not going to like yeah. realize, I'm not going to pay attention to it. <laughs> It is kind of interesting to think of this out al- this song being on the album mm-hmm. because it does feel kind of like you know different than a lot of the sounds here. Um I think it could have fit because there's so much happening on this album. Yeah. But it's also like I can see why she's like, "Oh, one sultry slow song, I'll choose false god." Mm-hmm. Because this isn't like her strongest lyrics, it's not necessarily her strongest um melody. And Lover has a lot of, I don't want to say duds, but (laughs) Lover has high highs and low lows. So it seems like she could shuffle this in easily. This might cause some uproar, but I could switch this out for Archer. Yeah. Because it's not my favorite. Similarly, a very vague theme, easy to understand message. (laughs) Yes. Would switch. I like the buildup of the archer more. Like I like the they see right through, you see right through. You like the repetitive stuff, like are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? Like that's you. I I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I do. It's not like if if it, the roles were reversed and the archer was leaked, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like shocked that it wasn't on the album you know what I mean okay like it's like a fun like I like the archer I like having it Mm -hmm. but I think you're right like I wouldn't have missed it you know Mm -hmm. yeah I think this song was always gonna go viral if it was released because it's like you know a little spicy a little funky a little fun a little sultry and -hmm. so that's like different than a lot of the Taylor songs we usually get whereas the archer is very predictably <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Taylor I don't know I don't know everyone has well, different days so so speaking of predictably very Taylor what lyric on this is the Taylor of it all for you I think it's all the girls you loved before but I love you more I think. Oh, that's sweet I like every dead end street led you straight to yeah. me yeah that one yeah I mean there's a lot of this song does pay homage to a lot of her early stuff, if only because of the, you know, mm-hmm. the messaging of reflecting on her earlier relationships. So, which I feel like that would be a lot of the Easter eggs for me yeah. going into the next one. Like, there's yeah. so many references to her past relationships. To me, I felt like the, Jake stood out, but then talking through the song with you, there was a lot of other relationships that. Yeah. yeah, outside of the red era that stood out to you, like back to December, and I was like, oh, I totally missed it. I was just so like slapped in the face with <laughs> yeah. like Jake Crying references. The yeah, 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 and like the dead end street yeah. off of red that I was like, oh, okay, this yes. is just yeah. Jake. So yeah, yeah, I totally spaced on that lyrical parallel. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like I think she's very self aware of the breakup she's been through and sung about, and so it's mm-hmm. easy to kind of pull up those images and have them just reach a lot of her <laughs> a lot of her discography mm-hmm. yeah because this song really isn't like specific about joe and her relationship if anything like we were talking about it's more bringing up highlights low low lights i guess of her past relationship yeah. so it's not like a cut so when yeah. she sang it it made door shock um shocker because that's one of our questions is it making door yes, <laughs> yeah it's a surprise song <laughs> Um, you know, it wasn't as 
you know, no one saw a tear running down yeah. their eye like they've seen in other <laughs> like, songs. What's happening? Yeah. yeah. What's the vibe? Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so give this give this song a grade. I'm really interested. Well, first off, what grade you'd give it? And then do you know off the top of your head how high it went in, in the rankings of your your newly established order? I think considering Taylor's discography, mm-hmm. I would give this a C. Ooh. Okay. But that's really, you know, it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means mm-hmm. it's not nearly close to her better songs. Mm-hmm. And that's that's for me. But what about you? Um, probably a B. Give it okay. a B. I okay. like it. Um, but like you said, it's not like you know, death by a thousand cuts where I'm like just feeling it. Yeah. I'm trying to look it up on this list. Okay. All of the girls you loved before is listed at oh you know it's uh at 90 out of 200 so okay probably like, more of a b okay like <laughs> what's the lowest grade you've given a taylor swift song i forget oh i mean the lowest is um even an f <laughs> yeah yeah i would give innocent an f honestly okay. like fail go back to the drawing board please okay. do not bring this back up okay. um <laughs> I know, like, and then well, beautiful we eyes. I think is off of her, like one of her debut EPs. EPs. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely no creepy. I do not like it. I do not appreciate it. I think it should just disappear <laughs> off of the internet forever. You guys, it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be her first single. <laughs> it's gonna be Kismet or something, or Taylor Nation is mm. gonna play a joke on Shelby, and that's gonna be her <laughs> surprise song. <laughs> beautiful eyes there you go i called it here yeah honestly that'd be my luck yeah yeah the beautiful eyes followed by me and it'll just be like uh, an onslaught of poor poor songs for shelby (laughs) no but i'm excited to see what august brings me too um i did listen to august in honor of august today um, but otherwise, we'll be doing a general Taylor Swift fast until um, we get to go to this final leg of her tour here. Yeah. So next week, I will be in LA and on our usual recording day. So we will be skipping that. But I think I will be seeing Shelby in person, which will be great. We'll have, a, have brunch together with some of our yes. ladies. And then we will... I guess return to you guys with our overall thoughts the following week, which we are so excited about. But until then, you can connect with us on Instagram, Swiftish Podcast, Twitter, Swiftish Pod 13. It's called X now. Um. Oh, on X. (laughs) Ooh, thanks for keeping me up on my my us. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I'm admittedly not you, you on can, there that much anymore. <laughs> Xs on it? I don't know. Um, yeah. And then email us with podcast at gmail.com. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, we love you more. <laughs> yeah.